Jesus, when he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said, my son's come on. For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Do you have money? 
Too fast. Oh, you're not writing. You are writing. 
number three, it is not easy to tithe. Number three, it is not easy to tithe. But no important thing is easy. Number three, it is not easy to tithe. But no important thing is easy. Number four, the blessings and curses associated with tithes. Number four, the blessings and curses associated with tithes. Number five, how tithing can get you a house. How tithing can get you a house. And number six, why tithing may sometimes not seem to work. Why sometimes you are tithing and yet still there is no change in your life. How some people stop tithing because after tithing for some time they see it is not working. Hallelujah. Amen. I hear this morning. So let's start. Let's, let's start from the beginning. Um, the tithe belongs to God. Amen. Genesis chapter one, verse one. What does it say? Hey, this one. Ask me, what does it say? Genesis chapter one, verse one. Hey. Ask me, God. Tell me. Genesis chapter one, verse one. What does it say? Don't look at the screen. It's not coming up. Don't look, don't look, don't, don't look at the sky. It's not on the ceiling either. What does it say? It says what? Some people are struggling. I thought this was a basic scripture that we all knew. By the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It means God created everything. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 14. Behold, you know, yes, behold, the heavens and the heaven of heavens is the Lord's, thy God's. The earth also and all that therein is. Psalm 21, Psalm 24, verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Are you listening? Yeah, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Psalm 95, verse 5. Psalm 95, verse 5. The sea is his, and, and he made it, and his hands performed the dry land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it clear? So, what does it mean? It, it means God made the world, God made the land, the sea. Um, the, he said that the cattle on the thousand hills, they are mine. The silver is mine. The gold is mine. So everything belongs to God. 
Is that not true? Right? But now, everything on earth belongs to somebody. Everything, every, look, if you are walking and you see money on the ground, who does it belong to? Somebody, the person found it. Yeah, everything. I mean, everything belongs to somebody. There's nothing in this world any longer that you say belongs to God. The silver, the gold in the ground belongs to Ghana. The sea has been shared by the countries. Even the trees on the land belong to people. Why you don't know? One day, there was a quarrel over what? Mangoes. Because the mangoes on somebody's tree had fallen into somebody's yard. And the person said, the tree's for me. Now, tell you a very serious story. And the person said, the tree is for me because it's on my land. And then the tree's branches were over the wall in somebody's land. And the guy said, no, no, the mangoes are from the tree. And the tree's on my land. And it's my tree. Bring my mangoes. Amen. And here is a human being laying claim to the tree. Listen, every land here, somebody owns it. Why you don't know that? Tell somebody you will see when you buy land. Yeah, you will see. When you are going to buy land, go to and say, oh, this land belongs to God. Then take it. No, 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 no. You discover there's nothing, there's no land left anywhere on the earth that is for God. There is no water left anywhere that is for God. Even the air is being controlled by the government as they measure air pollution. So as we, you know, as we are here, right, God says, I made everything, and we agree that God made everything. There is actually nothing on earth now that belongs to God. Nothing. That is why God said, even though I made the earth, and men have taken everything, I must reserve something for me. I am listening. I am listening. God said, I must reserve something for me that is mine. Otherwise, I have lost total control of the whole world. You know, in my house, I am the boss in my house. Do you believe me? Do you believe me? In my house, I am the boss. And I have told my house people, I can do everything. I can sweep. I can wash dishes. I can cook. I can cook. Don't believe me. I, I can do everything in my house. Yes. The day I do it, I suck everybody from the house. Because I must be able to um, rule in my house and have them do things for me. And then the day I, the day I put something down, in my house, nothing is locked. Uh, no, no door is locked, no window is locked, nothing. In the house, every door, outside doors are locked, it's true. But the inside doors, no door is locked. And I've told my house people, the day I put down something, and I come and it's gone, that day there's an earthquake in the house. Yeah, because it's my house, I cannot be in my own house, and I'm just being careful about my... Do you understand what I'm saying? Can understand? So my house, my bedroom, I don't lock it. I don't have any lock door, no lock drawer, nothing, nothing locked in my house. In my house, I don't count my money. I count what I have done. Everything is there. If the day one thing gets missing, that day everybody leaves the house. 
everybody sack of the house because I cannot be careful in my own house. You understand? It doesn't make sense that your own house they are locking things under your bed, the wardrobe. I must have a certain control in my house. If God made the world, what is His? What is His? Because now everything belongs to men. Everything you have to see belongs to men. And that is why God said that, listen, I made the world and I gave it to men. But it seems that I've lost control. Therefore, Leviticus chapter 27, 27 and verse 30. What does it say? All the time of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. Finish. Does somebody finish? Oh, somebody is finished. Everything, you see, everything else now, God has agreed, you can have it. Everything else, you can have it. So, your dress is for you. Your, your money is for you. And that one, we agree, everything we have is for us. Yeah. You will not say that it is for it is God's. No. But the tithe, God has said finally, the tithe is for him. Hallelujah. Is it clear? Is it clear? That is why this morning, David says something. Um, First Chronicles 29. First Chronicles 29. Um, 29, 29, verse. First Chronicles 29. Let's go there. He said something. He said something. First Chronicles 29. Um, verse 14.
the holiday. He opened the envelope, took out one note, and said, I have received it. It's mine. And then he took out the note and gave the rest back to me and said that it is, it is, I've taken it, I accept it's mine. By what you have done, you have acknowledged that I have supported you. Then you give the rest back to me. You know what I did? I chopped it. I chopped it. He gave it to you. I chopped it. Hallelujah. But in doing that, he has acknowledged we have made two things. One, that all of it is his. Two, he has a share in it. And three, the rest he has given to me to show. And so in the same way, everything we have is God's. I didn't hear anything. And everything we have ever created, all things are for God. But God has just taken a little bit. He didn't take the majority that, oh, okay, this is your money. I'm taking half. And you take half. He took just a token, just a little bit out of it. And he gave the rest back to me. In the same way, God has taken his little portion out of your increase and given the rest back to you. Does it make sense? Put your hands together for the Lord. Does it make sense? And in so doing, we acknowledge that the time is the Lord's and the rest, all things, have been given to us to enjoy. Hallelujah. This morning, may you enjoy the little portion that we have given to God and the rest that is yours. Hallelujah. The tithe belongs to God. Amen. Number two. Jewish principles that govern the tithe. Why, why Jewish principles? You know something? Jesus was not a Christian. He was a Jew. Do you know that? Do you know that? Jesus was not a Christian. He was a Jew. If you ever meet a Methodist, tell that Methodist that John Wesley was not a Methodist. He was an Anglican. It is after he had died that they began to call his followers Methodists. And so he himself, all his life, he said, I'm an Anglican. And the Archbishop of Canterbury, who has empowered him to preach. And, and so Jesus himself was never a Christian. We are followers of Christ. But he himself, he was a Jewish leader. Amen. And that is why we are, we are looking at the Jewish principles. Because that is what um, that is what he was, and we, we don't know it, but the Jewish people are among the wealthiest group of people on this earth. The Jewish people, many of us don't know any Jew, don't have much to do with them, with them, but they are the richest group of people in this world. Amen. And so, when somebody look, when somebody is rich. He has something to share. Never go to a poor man for advice. Do you hear? No, tell me, but tell me, my neighbor. Oh, please, tell me, you should say, my neighbor. Do not go to a poor man for advice. Ask him what is wrong with you. 
that somebody doesn't have money to ask how to get money. I mean, that is why when I see a little doctor at the blackboard where he's sitting shots, the people are watching him. I don't understand it. I mean, I see a man at the lorry station wearing signature shots with a blackboard, giving little numbers to people, and he's poorer than all those standing there. And they are listening to him, asking what is wrong with those people. If the man had the numbers, why was he still there with a blackboard at the lorry station, trying to collect money from them? That's, that's the answer. And, and so, if you are looking for wealth, the best person to learn from is who? A rich person. Tell somebody, if you want to have a happy marriage, oh, tap me the If you want a happy marriage, oh, please tap me well into that. If you want a happy marriage, don't ask your auntie who is divorced. You hear? Ask, find somebody whose wife is called darling and he's called sweetheart. Find that person and ask him, I want to be like you. Not your auntie who is divorced or your father who has five wives. He is not the one to advise you on how to become married. Amen. Oh, I said amen. How to find a beloved? Do you want to know? I will show you. Number one, don't ask your classmates. Do not ask your classmates how to find a beloved. You will not like the advice they will give you. So, how to become wealthy is ask a wealthy man, a rich man, how to, how can I be like you? Yeah, are you listening? One of the great advantages of church, church, is that here you have the chance to sit up close with a doctor that in normal life you will never have the opportunity. In, in normal life, you will never sit, sit next to him with your hand on your shoulder. In normal life, you will never you see what you you go to prison. You go to your doctor's office and put your hand on the doctor and say, my sister doctor. You go, you go to prison. Amen. It is only in a place like this where you can sit up close to a doctor and then interact with them and then say that we are friends. Or you can have a lawyer on your room. You don't know as a next to a lawyer. You don't know. They just sit down there. And you don't know as a next to a lawyer. You don't you didn't know. Uh, you, you never know. You sit close up to him and they say, hey, why not? Yeah, you never know. You see, and, and, and that is what happens in church. You are Things are rubbing off on you unconsciously when you talk to him. You are receiving advice from a lawyer. You are getting wisdom. Unlike your classmates who are as what? As foolish as you are. Why well, is not true? Your marks are they very different. Similar marks. Yeah. So so how to learn wealth is from wealthy people. And the richest group of people on this earth by far are the Jews. And so, I want us to learn some principles that the Jewish people, they have for wealth. Is that a good idea? Are you listening to me? Is that a good idea? And then these principles, 
they have used to become what they are. You see, if you try to understand them, then you need to go and find your own principles. But your principles have brought you to where you are, which is not great. I asked Jennifer, are you great? I'm going to talk to ask, are you great? How great is your bank account? How, how, how great? How great is your how powerful is your ATM card? How much good how much good can your ATM card do? Amen. So your principles have brought you to where you are. Your choices have made you what you are. My choices have made me what I am. So you will learn to be like me by talking to me and not doing what you follow. Amen. Certain Jewish principles. There are many of them, but I chose just three. Just for the sake of time. Are you here? Number one. Number one. There is no logical, rational reason to give away money. There is no logical, rational reason give away money. Hallelujah. I, I hear this morning. I hear this morning. Can I have a very good amen? Tell somebody there is no reason to give away something you like. Logic, logical. No, 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 no. Look, ask me, but did you go to school? Did you go to school? Do you do maths or arithmetic? Three minus one equals what? Three minus one equals what? Equals what? Two and three, which is greater? Hey, be careful. I'm watching you. Three minus one equals what? Two and three, which is greater? So what happens when you give away things? What happens when you give away things? No, I, I can't hear you. You become less. Is that not the case? Hey, please tap your neighbor asking what happens when you do three minus one. Tap your neighbor asking what happens. What happens? Do you go up or go down? No, no, I, I, I don't understand. Do you go up or you go down when you do three minus one? You go down. That is mathematics. This is logic. This is reason. Hallelujah. Amen. So every time you give, you become richer or poorer. You have become quiet now. Every time you give, you become richer or poorer. Logically, you are poorer. Unless you are not wise. Logically, you are poorer. Rationally, you are poorer. Amen. Because 100 cities minus 10 cities equals what? And 90 and 100, which is greater. How many want to be great? So which one should you choose? 100 cities, you are wise. Come for yourself. Yeah, you are very wise. So logically, logically, and thinking scientifically, there is no reason to give away money. 
Amen. Are you listening? There is no reason. And so, this morning, I, I want to tell you that those of you who like calculating and thinking and trying to understand things, there is no reason to ever give away money. There's none. Don't worry again from today. Stop thinking. There is no logical reason why you should give away money. If you don't believe in God, do not give away money. There's no reason. You are becoming poorer. If you don't believe in God, there is no reason to ever take money and give offering. Ask me, are you a fool? Tell me, are you a fool? No, ask you, are you a fool? Please, tap in the body should ask you, are you a fool? Do you throw away money? Ah, when you go to the market, then you throw money on the ground, then you walk away. Is that what you do? No, 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 no. So, never give away money by trying to understand what you are doing. There's no reason. There's no reason. And I will not lie to you that there's a reason for giving away money. There's no reason. There is no logical, rational reason. There's no thinking reason to ever give away money. And that's it. That's it. Finish. That's the point. You thought I was saying something complex. No. There's those of you who are trying to understand, you are calculating, you are saving, you are doing your budgets, trying to understand, trying to build. There is no reason. So if, you are, if that is how you think, don't ever give away money again. There is no reason. Amen. There is none. It is very simple. 3 minus 2 equals what? 100 minus 10 equals what? Is 90 greater or less? So 100 is when you tithe, are you going up or going down? Just going down. Very simple. But unless you are spiritual, don't tithe again. Tap your neighbor. Please tap your neighbor. Oh, tap your neighbor. Unless you are spiritual and you believe in God, don't tithe again. Amen. And what does that also mean? What does that also mean? It means if you don't tithe, you're not spiritual. Tap your neighbor and say, if you don't tithe, you're not spiritual. You are a machine thinking human being. Yeah, if you don't tithe, if you don't tithe, don't pray again. No, I don't understand the English and I'm in country. If you tap your neighbor on the shoulder and tell him, if you don't tithe, don't pray again.
If you, I mean, you are like him. If you don't believe in God, you are like him. You are asking for money from the air. Where, which bank is in the sky to drop money? Money will come and follow you. Don't pray again. Stop praying from today. If you don't believe in God, you are like him walking, asking. Because there's no one, there's no one there. Who, who is up there? Who is up there? There's nobody up there. So there's no point in praying again. Stop praying. If you don't type, stop praying. Because you are asking for money from the air. Amen. Then if you are giving, giving away money is only sensible if you believe in God. It, it, is, it only makes sense giving away money, giving offering, giving tithes, giving money to only makes sense if you believe in God. If you don't believe in God, you are a stupid fool to throw away money. I said it. Do you hear what the man said? Do you hear what the man said? Do you hear what the man said? He said you are a stupid fool to give away money if you don't believe in God. Oh, thank you. And if you don't believe in God, why are you praying? You are even more, you are now even mad. You are now mad if you are looking for money from heaven. Amen. Point one is, is it clear? Point two. Are you listening? Point two. Giving away money is the most powerful spiritual way of increasing. Of increase. Giving away money. I'm now going to the Jewish principles. Giving away money is the most powerful spiritual way of increase. Full stop. Hallelujah. Amen. Even if you ask, so please ask your neighbor, are you spiritual or not? Tap your neighbor. Tap, please, this morning, I need your help. Tap your neighbor on the shoulder. Are you spiritual or not? What is your she say? Yes or no? If you said no, say please excuse us. You are in the wrong meeting. Go out. If you don't believe you're not spiritual, you are in the wrong meeting. Because you should not be here. You are a man in the ladies' bathroom. Hey, what are you doing here? You are a rapist or you are an assaulter. You shouldn't be here. You are a man. In, you are out of place. If you don't believe in God and you are here, you should not be here. Because we who are here, the only reason why I stop pharmacy is that I believe in God. That's the only reason why I stop pharmacy. Not that there's any, I believe in God. And so being here is because we are spiritual. The most powerful reason, way of increase as a spiritual person is by giving. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. What does it say? Look, you should know the scriptures about the thing. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have, you should start seeing it at once. You should start seeing it on, say, oh yeah, give it, shall be. You should start seeing it at once. What does it say? Can we all say it, please? Everybody, let's read it together. One go. Wait, wait, wait. Some of you don't see it. Let's all see it. Ready? What, please, tell me about, about, look at the screen. I know you don't know it. So look at the screen and let's all see it. 
Ready, go. things. 
and soul laboring, ye ought to support the weak. Give to those who don't have. Support the weak. And to remember the Lord, the words of the Lord Jesus. How he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Hallelujah. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And so, when you see two people, one is more blessed and one is less. Come, 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 come here. Look, when you see two of us, one is more blessed and one is less blessed. The day will come. Okay. When you become more blessed, when you have your own car, when you have your own wife, when you have your own house, when you have savings, they will come. But today doesn't come. Listen. Which one do you want to be like? Which one do you want to be like? More blessed. More blessed. How to become a more blessed person? How to become the more blessed person? How? By giving. By giving. Amen. And then, how, how can I be sure? How can I be sure that by giving, I'll become more blessed? Because by my calculation, by giving, I become poorer. By my experience, my personal experience in life, when I have 10 cities and I spend 2 cities, what is left is less. But it's not true. So, how, why, how, how, what, what, I mean, what shows that if I give, I'll become more blessed because my experience as a human being doesn't justify what you are saying. That is why we are saying that it is the principles of a people, of a people who have lived this way for many generations, many centuries. And they, over a long time, they have become by far the richest people in the world. And they say that giving, giving is far, 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 is the best way to increase. And you ask, how is it possible? By experience. By experience. By their experience. Not by logic. Not by calculation. Not by trying to understand it. But by the experience of somebody who has expressed himself. That is how come we can stand and say strongly that it is more blessed to give than to receive. Hallelujah. Put your hands together this morning. This morning we are talking about tithing. Amen. But I'm also talking about prosperity. How you will prosper in your lifetime. And, and, and this morning, I'm also trying to explain, I mean, the last, maybe one of the most important things that I will have to explain is point six, about those who have tied and there seems to be no uh, benefits. Because many people start tithing, tithe once or twice or three times, and they see no benefits, and so they stop. And then when you ask them, oh, tithe, then they'll tell you, tithing doesn't work. Or they'll say, okay, you say tithe, okay, you tithe. But as for me, I don't believe in it. I don't think it works. And I 
I don't try to, I don't intend to try. Many, I listen to me. I listen to me. Many Christians have been they're talking to you. Many Christians do not intend to tithe. Many Christians do not intend, do not plan to tithe. It's not their plan. No. It's not what is it? Your plan to get married. Your plan to build buy a car. Your plan to build a house. Why is not true? Why is not true? How many are planned to go to America one day? Is your is your plans? Yeah. How many are planned to fly an aeroplane one day? Yeah. One day after the aeroplane. Is there plans? Yeah. We have planned various things. But how many have planned to kill themselves one day? No, you, you may never know. Somebody may be here. How many have such a plan that one day I'll kill myself? Nobody has that plan. How many have a plan that one day I'll be so poor, I'll be begging for money and get it here? It's a plan to get money. Can I see your hand? Nobody has that plan. How many have a plan to buy a brand new car one day from the day? Hey, you have the plan. How many have a plan that one day my wedding will be beautiful? My wedding. It will be here or somewhere. There will be crowd. Can I see your hand? That's your plan one day. So, see, some plans we have, and some other plans we don't have. Many Christians have no plan to pay tithes. It's not their plan. If it happens by chance, it's by chance, but it's not their plan. Because we do not believe in the principles that underline the tithe. We don't believe that it is a better, it is a the savings. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Many of us Christians, we don't really believe. We don't really believe that giving is the spiritual way to, to gain wealth. And many of us don't really believe. Don't really believe. Amen. Hallelujah. The third point. It is hard. That's all. I'll continue next week. It's hard. That is why many of us don't do it. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It is extremely hard. But important things are hard. Many of us don't do it because it is hard. But you know something? We do very difficult things. We still do them in the course of our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning, I want to ask somebody, how many want to be blessed in their lifetime? How many want to be blessed? You want to be blessed? If you're alive, want to be blessed. How many have seen that all your natural, practical steps are not yielding blessings? All the normal efforts all the attempts as human beings, all our efforts are, are, not, are not yielding blessing. Recently, I was talking to a, a, a doctor. He looked at me and he said, Charlie, I don't know why I'm here. He said, I was thinking something. 
I was thinking something when I became a doctor. Since I became, it's more like I thought. But you agree with me. You agree. Since I became, it's not like I thought. I was thinking, oh, do you agree? Yeah, it's not like I thought. They thought that, no, it's a highway. Everything is nice and rosy. And I'll be blessed. I'll be laughing all the time. Driving a beautiful car. It's not like that. I'm sure lies too. It's not like that. Not like that too, yeah. Yeah, our efforts, our human efforts, are trying to prosper. Don't wake up at times. How many have ever learned hard one exam? You learned. When the results came, you didn't do well. Can I, you you learned. Not at least you learned. When the results came, you were very disgraceful, very shameful results. As if you didn't learn. That is how it will be. I said that is how it will be when you are 65. When you are 65, when you are an old man, then you look back on your life, then you think that, ah, what was I doing with my life? Because here I am, an old man, I have nothing. Here I am, an old man, I have nothing. I have no house, no car, I have no savings. Many old men are, are very poor in, in our country. They are living on charity, on peanuts. They are begging from their children. Oh, it's not true. They are crying. Their children are, they must squeeze money from their children. They must manipulate their children to bring money. They must make themselves sick. And money for medicine, the medicine to buy food. They, 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 they are really struggling. And they look back on their lives and they wonder, what, what, what is that? What have I done? I've now become old and there's nothing. It's because our efforts, our natural efforts, do not yield much fruits. That is why this morning I'm coming to ask all of us who are here. We are spiritual people. I didn't hear an amen. We are spiritual people. Yeah. We are spiritual people. That's why we are here. Otherwise, we shouldn't be here. We are spiritual people. And by that spiritualness, following the ways and the precepts of God, you will be a blessed person. I said, following the ways of God, following the principles. Young men, young men, sit down, 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 sit down. Sit down. It's not like that. Following the ways of God, following the ways of God, you will see in the course of time that you will be blessed. And it is looking at the natural path. This is where we are heading. But looking at somebody who has become very successful, ask him, how did you become? And then copy him. And in so doing, you too, you will have that same success. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together. Shall we start to our feet?
spiritual foundation. Maybe you are here this morning and you do not know what it means to be spiritual. Maybe you are here this morning and you are not born again. You are here this morning and you are not sure where you will go if you should die this week, die next week. You cannot say for sure, I am going to heaven. That is why we are here. Because me that I'm standing here and many of my friends who are here, we know for a fact, we know for a, for a clear fact that when we die, we are going to heaven. This morning you are here and you are not sure that when you die, you are going to heaven. But you want to go to heaven. Do me a favor. You just lift your hand right now. Just lift your hand right now. You are here. And you are, thank you. I see your hand. You are here. And you are not sure that if you die, you are going to heaven. Just lift your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Lift your hand up high. God bless you. God bless you. Listen. With your hand lifted, just come to the front right now. Just come to the front. Just come and put your hands together for him as he comes. Oh, keep clapping. Keep clapping, keep clapping. You are not sure. If you are not sure that when you die, you are going to heaven, just come. Come to the front right now.
change my heart and give me a new heart. One that will love you and follow you and serve you all my days. Lord Jesus, write my name in the book of life and prepare a place for me in heaven by your side. From today, I am born again and Jesus is my Lord, my Master, my Savior, and my best friend. Thank you, Father. Send me Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you so very much for calling these by name and for them hearing your voice. Thank you for bringing these ones out of the the crowd out of the world unto a closer relationship with you from today Lord Jesus be in their hearts and let them be with you write their names in your power and write your name on their hearts let them from today belong to you and thank you thank you so very much and they will never be the same again let the seed of life that is planted in their hearts germinate and grow into a tree. Let them be transformed from ordinary people to become sons and daughters of the Most High God. And let their lives from today become children of the Most High who live and dwell in His house forever. Keep these ones always. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said my son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama, behind the Confidence Eating Place. This is every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.